Today's show is pre-recorded. Like a million bucks, bucks, things in its cups. Mm-hmm. Y'all tell me who could it be? But Steve Harvey. Oh, yeah. everybody you are listening to the voice oh, come on now dig me one and only steve harvey got a radio show thank god for it all the time too well here we go today i want to share something with you that'll help you because it's helped me you know i was uh telling the story once that um uh, this magazine called rob report that there was a statue I used to see for years. I started buying Rob Report magazines um, years ago. So I just wanted to see what affluent people did, you know, just wanted to see what people with means did, what type of investments they did, what they bought, you know, where they traveled to. The Rob Report is just like a, it's like a big boy toy magazine. You can see what cars is out. You know, I didn't have money for none of it. Just. I was dreaming though, you know, I just wanted to see. And um, there was a statue inside this magazine of this man who was coming out of this bronze rock and he was completely bronze and he was muscular. and You know, he didn't look nothing like me, but he was a man coming up out of a rock and he had a huge hammer and a chisel in his hand. And as his body from the waist up was coming out of this huge piece of stone. You could see where it was him who had been chiseling and forming himself. So the name of the statue was Self-Made Man. And for years, man, I said, man, I'm going to get a big house one day and I'm going to put that statue in the backyard in the corner. That's going to be my little spot where I go chill because I'm a self-made man. Well, after years of working at becoming somebody, 
and having reached a, a degree of success, I have I would have nothing to do with that statue. There's nothing about that statue that appeals to me anymore because on my journey and in my quest to become what I thought would be this self-made man where I could put this statue and had this statue in the corner be kind of cold symbolizing it, I had made it, I realized on my journey there's no such thing as a self-made man, that we all need help and that God places people in our paths along the way that benefit us oftentimes. And it's the most unlikely person oftentimes. And it's the most unlikely way that he presents these people in front of you. It's crazy how he does it, man. And so this is a statue now that I look at and I go, I see what the creator was saying and that's cool, but not for me because I needed help. And I've learned a lot of things like this along the way. And the part I wanted to share with you all about this is you've got to develop. You've got to develop a sense of purpose. You have to develop a sense of purpose. That's different. See, your purpose is created for you by God because when he created you as an individual from whatever two parents you may have, that's not important here. When he created you, he had something in mind for you. And it was a purpose. God has not created a single soul to become a criminal. God has never created a, a single soul to be a drug dealer. This came about through some decisions we made as sinners and we stayed in that place. But see, when he created us, he has a wonderful idea for us. But God gives us human beings this thing called choice, and we have the power to decide. So you can decide if you're going to adhere to the purpose that God created you and made you for, or you can go ahead and make some choices on your own. So like if God wanted to give you a life and give it come to you and give you life more abundantly, and that's his promise if you come to him, if you choose him, then cool. But if you say, well, this ain't moving along fast enough, I'm going to get my own life of abundance. I'm going to start slanging. Well, guess what now? <laughs> Ta-da. You've made a decision. And see, God's decisions and choices, the one thing I learned about him, God's decisions, choices, his voice, it has no sin in it. Ain't it amazing how many people that came up to you and said, the Lord wanted me to do this to you, and I'm doing it, and that God is punishing you, and I'm doing this to you because God going to see that you get your day. Who, who is this person? Who is this person that God all of a sudden gave this authority and power to? God didn't get that to nobody, man. Nobody. This person don't have a right to hold you to your past, the right to make you pay. So who makes them pay when they make mistakes? Because they all make them. So when I say you have to have a sense of, you have to develop a strong sense of purpose, that means you have to strongly get in touch with your creator to find out what the purpose you were created for. See, it's, it's, it's two things that I had to learn along the way. My career was what I was paid for. My calling is what I was made for. See, it's two different things, folks. It took me a long time to learn it. Some people think that they calling is to be a performer. Well, that's what you're paid for. 
And a big part of your life is your performance that's tied directly to your gift. But what you made for, though, what you made for is to bring about some significant change in another human being's lives because we are all linked together in this chain. That's what you are here for. Everybody has a purpose to do something wonderful, meaningful, or impactful for another person. You think the guy that invented the airplane was merely inventing the airplane so he could fly? No, his purpose was to become an inventor, to come up with this invention so he could fly, and we all fly. See, sometimes God will make you successful so you can become successful, so you can turn around and teach other people how to become successful. God saved people so you can turn around and tell other people how wonderful it is to be saved. You see how this thing worked? That's what we have to do as people. And it's nothing that we have to go and discover. We have to go and develop it. But if you haven't discovered your purpose, it's simply because, here's it, if you haven't discovered your purpose, it's simply because you have not contacted the creator and maker of your soul to ask and find out why you were created. It's as simple as that. If you buy a Toyota, there's an owner's manual on the inside that will tell you everything you know, how to best operate your Toyota, how to make it work, how, how what to do, they got a troubleshooting section. Your faith is the same thing as an owner's manual in your car. Open up that book, man. Find out how to jumpstart your life, how to troubleshoot it, and get on with your life and find out your purpose and develop a strong sense of purpose. All right? Okay. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, let me have your undivided attention. The Earl of Ottingham will open the show Hmm. right after introductions. Ladies and gentlemen, Carla Pharrell. Good morning. What's up, Steve? Hey, guys. I will take it that the horn section is preparing themselves. Ladies and gentlemen, Junior Kill Spates. Morning, Unc. Morning, everybody. What's up, crew? And now the king of (laughs) pranks, nephew Tommy. Top, top, Earl. Top, top. Hi, 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 How art thou today? Oh, we good. We, are, we good. We are we good. great. Duke, how you doing? Show. Oh, absolutely. It's not Duke, young oh. lady. It's Earl. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm yeah. sorry, Earl. Please Earl of Altingham, not Duke. Duke <laughs> sang with the four tops. <laughs> <laughs> my bad. I, I'm more than an R&B singer. Oh, my bad. Do you know oh. what that means, Earl, my bad? Earl, my bad. <laughs> No, I was when Earl the Pearl used to juke him on the basketball court and he'd run back down and go, my bad. Oh, so you know all the Earls. Oh, every Earl, every Earl. Willie Earl. Who's Willie Earl? Who's Willie Earl? Uh, Tiger Woods' father. Earl Woods. Oh, Earl Woods. Earl Woods. Woods. Know them all. Yeah. Earl Campbell. 
Earl, lovely sausage. I might add. Earl Campbell sausage. Great football player, even better sausage. Earl Campbell sausage, quite delicious. What's going on over there in America today? Still dealing with your president, I see in the news. Yes, we are, yeah. Earl. Yes, it's, Earl. It's rough. I hear tell he's going to force your babies to go back to school in August. Did you hear about <laughs> yeah. that, Earl? That is so crazy. Yeah. Crazy. Who does he think he is? Take your damn kids to school. <laughs> Send that little barren boy off. Yeah. <laughs> see if he wanna do that. Yeah. Let him see if he'll go to school. He's a fine yeah. young man. I take him. How's like your country, Earl? Your country good, huh? You chilling. Not exactly good. Of course, we have our set of issues and everything over here. Blacks are rising up in large numbers over here. It's Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Now, I mean, I'm from a country that wrote the song, London Bridge is Falling Down. I, I, <laughs> how good can that be? I mean, <laughs> <laughs> Do you speak okay. with the it every day at the school. London Bridge is falling down. Shut up! <laughs> it damn it, it's fell. <laughs> What about Big Ben? All the landmarks in London. The clock, you know, I love the clock. I tell you one thing, I had aspirations when I was young to be one of the soldiers that stand in front of Buckingham Palace with the big fur hats on. Yeah, what happened? You did that. I didn't know you did that. My father bought me a hat when I was 11 years old. The hat was hot as hell. I don't know. Well, it's all damn day standing in front of here. Well, why are we guarding? The queen never comes out. Why are we standing here? Coming up at 32 minutes after the hour, ask the CLO right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, it's time for Ask the CLO. Call it what we got today. All uh-uh. right, well, we're getting a lot of questions. All right, Steve, this one is from Janet in Philly. She says, I'm in my early 60s. And I've been married for 30 years, but the past seven years have been rocky. Now, my husband is having health problems, which makes it harder to live with him. We haven't had sex in many years, and even before he got sick, uh, we don't get along and I want out. Now that he's sick, I look like an evil person when I tell everyone or I tell people I'm planning to divorce him. I am still full of life and I want to live in peace. So should I do what's right for me and leave him or should I stay and support him while he's sick? Well, you know, that's a hard one because, you know, you take these vows better for worse sickness and in health, richer and for poor. And I understand your conscience because you feel bad leaving him while he's down. Uh, but you need, you deserve to be happy too. And sometimes people who get sick and need help become a little grumpy, hard to deal with. Yeah. Maybe you should just try talking with him. Get a mediator to come over and kind of talk it out. See if y'all can, if he can learn and t- to talk to you better, mm-hmm. you know. And then uh, maybe you need to hire like an, an in-house nurse to come over for a Home few hours to give yourself worker. a break. Yeah. Sometimes yeah, you need maybe. a break three times a week. Come over four hours a day so you can go out. Just go out, you know, with your girls, have a little tea or something, you know. It's cold. Well, what, I don't what, know where you're going. But. What yeah. about the sex part, though, dog? Well, that, that ain't happening no more. Okay. <laughs> All right. You ain't going to. Well, she said he's sick. He ain't had no sex in years. He ain't had sex in years. What? Yeah, obviously, that's obviously not a priority. Yeah. 
for right. years. Yeah. Man, I've been taking so many damn pills. <laughs> All I have is side effects. <laughs> just listen, I'm just. He can't see. Lying. <laughs> Yeah. Taste gone, oh. nasal congestion, Hearing loss. hair falling out, yeah. kidney gone bad. Oh, uh, uh, you got a side effects? That's all yeah, I did. Too many damn pills. Uh, Go ahead, Carla. All right, here's another one. Brian in KC, Missouri. I am a 27-year-old man dating a 25-year-old woman. And when we started dating uh, four years ago, Listen to this. I mistakenly had sex with one of her friends one night while I was drunk. I told my girl. That's what he said. I told my girl about it the next day and she broke up with me. We got back together a few weeks later. Last month, a frat brother called me to tell me he needed to get something off his chest that was bothering him. He told me he slept with my girl when we broke up briefly. My girl did confess, and she said it was payback. I love my mm. girl, and I'm trying to move past this, but it's hard. So, should I trust her from now on? Wait a minute, dog. Well, I mean, I mean, hold up, bro. Now, can't she say the same thing? She did it for payback. You did it because I mistakenly. Mistakenly. <laughs> so, how many yeah. times you gonna mistakenly sleep with somebody? I accidentally thought she was you. Is that the mistake? Is that what he said? I, I was drinking and I thought it was you. It was a mistake. Come that on, that don't work forever now. Nah, that and can't then work. what? What punk ass frat is you in? No, uh-uh, really. Uh-uh, no, don't no, give no, to no, me. No, no, no. Whichever one you in, dog. But how you? I'm a frat, bro. I want to get something off my chest that's been bothering you. What? Who's dude? Fred? You're, he yours? Dog, I don't. I don't know what he is, but I'm just saying, dude. Dude. You gonna call your boy up so you can get something off your test and tell him you slept with his girl. What what's the purpose of that? Mm. It wasn't on your chest when you was when you was on her. When you oh. was on your oh. chest. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. And you See, knew that was your frat brother's girl, dog. <laughs> you knew it then. <laughs> yes. You knew it before that. You knew they were seeing each other. So hold up, dog. You gotta get something off your chest. Yeah, your motive for telling it. Is wrong on so many levels, bro. So wh- where you coming from with this? That that whole thing just stinks, man. So, I you man, you could trust her, but you need to, first of all, you need some new friends, partner. Mm-hmm. And whoever that dude was getting something off his chest, take him off your list of friends, cause that ain't what he is. Hello, this is frat brother. All right. I don't give a damn what he is. Moving on, Cordell in the ATL. I'm a professional man, and I've married a lazy woman. Now I see why my mama and sister don't like her. We've been married less than a month, and she hired a chef that cooks three times a week and a housekeeper that comes weekly. She didn't even talk it over with me. She works from home as a social media manager, so we don't need extra help around the house. I can't finance her fantasy life and end up living check to check. I'm young, so I need some real advice about this. Is this normal? No, it's not normal. Hell no, it's not normal. Number one, you got to look at something. Some people marry in in relationships (laughs) for the lifestyle. But like I try to teach people all the time. If you get with somebody for a lifestyle, it has to cost you a piece of your life. 
That's how you get lifestyle. Mm -hmm. You got to give up chunks of your life to attain lifestyle. It's not free. So this girl obviously married you knowing you was doing real well and went, wow, I'm going to get me a, a chef and a housekeeper. And I'm going to stay home. I'm a social media manager. What? This is a mistake. Mm -hmm. This is mm -hmm. not the norm. Marriage is a series of compromises, mm -hmm. a lot of open discussions, yeah. and the two of you work together. If one person in the marriage is off going on a separate tangent doing what they want to do, it's not going to work. Mm -hmm. She didn't even ask you to get a chef. Who she who she at home cooking for? You at work, she at the house eating three meals, cooked. And she looking mm -hmm. at social media. That's what she does for a living. So she looking mm -hmm. at how other people live on social media. Mm -hmm. Fantasy life. Trying to make it hers. Uh-huh. Yeah. You ain't yeah. got chef money. Oh, I yeah. thought you was about to say yeah. Hello. something else. <laughs> yeah. Hello. Cut okay. the power off, dog. Coming Get you next. a damn app. <laughs> Some damn grub hub or something. <laughs> okay. Coming up next, we got nephew Tommy run that prank back right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, everybody, coming up at the top of the hour, Miss Ann is standing by with more of today's national news plus trending news. The bird watcher is not cooperating with the investigation in the Central Park Karen case. The bird watcher not. Okay, we don't even know what that's about. We'll talk about that at the top of the hour, but right now, it's time for nephew Tommy's run that prank back. I got those. I got those. I got those. <laughs> In different area codes. Man, that was my chance. I, I got those. Luda. I got those. All right, here we go. It's uh, your doors. Your doors. That's the prank. Let's go, cat dog. Hello. Hello, I'm trying to reach a uh, Mr. Paul, please. Call Virginia Senior. Probably Senior. Okay, this is me. How you doing today? I'm good. I'm good. Listen, my name is Mark I'm actually calling from a uh, company called Doors. Are, are you at Are you at court? Yes, correct. You guys just built that home, right? Yes. Okay. I'm, I'm I, like I said. My name is Mark Stevens. I'm actually calling from a uh, Doors. We're actually the company that uh, supplied the doors that are actually uh, throughout your house. Okay, great. Uh, what are you calling for? Follow up? Uh, no, this isn't a follow up. Actually, we've uh, got a couple glitches. We want to try and get get straightened out if we could. Uh, well, here's here's the problem, sir. The problem we're having is that the contractor that actually uh, built you all's home yes. uh, has not paid for the doors. You guys have been there two and a half months, and uh, we, we can't seem to get the uh, contractor to come in and pay for the doors. Okay, uh, so you tried to call them. We've tried to call them several times, and, okay. and we have not been able to what get What number uh, do you have on them? Because if you have a good number, I can give you a number. Because... Uh, I really don't have anything to do with that. In fact, how'd you get my number? Well, actually, we had your number on file as as the homeowner, and, and that's pretty much how we had you. But the problem we're facing here, sir, is we've tried to get this guy for the last couple months, and we can't get him. So actually what's what's going to happen here in the next day or so is we're probably going to have to come and get all the doors. Hold on, wait a second. Do what? We're, we're probably going to have to come and get all the doors in your house Take them off and bring them back here to the plant until who, we get. Who's gonna come get out my doors? We we're gonna have to get those doors until either we get a contractor or you know we get paid for the doors. Now what could happen is you could pay for the doors. No no no, I already paid for the doors. That's 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 past tense. I've done that. Paid. You saying paying? That means I got to double back. Well, sir, we haven't been paid, sir, for the doors as well. No no no, the contractor was paid for the doors. So that's who pays you. Okay. And, and what I'm trying to explain to you, sir, we haven't been paid at all. 
here at Doors. Oh, 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 okay. Well, at Doors, they should have received a check for my contract. Okay. And what I'm explaining to you, sir, is that that hasn't been done. So since you have not been paid, you're going to come back and get my doors out. You said we. Now, who's all this? You and who are me? Going to come sir, to my like, like, here's the problem here. Like no, I said, no, no, there ain't no problem. We're going we're gonna to resolve this very peacefully. But who, who is we? Okay, so what's taking place here at my job is they've taken this money out of my check that hasn't been paid for the doors. Oh, yes. I can understand that, but why would they take it out of your check? You did the man hours. You did, you've done your work. Why don't I understand that, sir, but since the company hasn't been paid, the company is taking it out on me, and it's not going to come down on me. So either I'm going to get the doors. Well, you need to quit your job because they need to give you a uh, – not just give you a bonus, but give you some hourly work because bottom line is you're talking about coming to get my doors. No, that's not going to happen. Either we resolve this peacefully as if you pay for it, or I come out and get the doors. And I'm not finna sit here and go back and well, forth. Yeah, you need to go ahead and come get these doors. Gas up. And come get these doors, because you're not going to come and get I'm not going to send you no money. Okay. Sir, then, then, then what we need to do is get a scheduled time where I can come out and get all the oh, doors. So I'm on your up. time. I'm sorry? I'm on your time now. So you got you must be paying me now since I'm on your time. What are you talking about? Because uh, well, you're talking about you're going to set up a time with me. That means I have to leave and do what I do to be meet you here to get something that don't belong to you, which is my door. Sir, you don't have to be there at all. Because oh, I'm going oh, no, to come here. in and take the front door off, and I'm going to keep keep moving through the house and get all the doors and get them back here to the plant. I don't think you hear yourself. Now, first and foremost, how you when you come to the front door, I'm going to be there waiting on you as you as you. Take it off the latch. I'm going to be on your behind making sure you realize you're going to have to take this door or take this. And I'm, think, I'm pretty sure that will be coming to you when you get that first door. Sir, I can't keep going back and forth with you. Let me say this to you. I'm coming to get them doors, even if I got to take a whooping, because I got to get my money back from the company that they took from me because your damn contractor did not pay for the damn doors. Hey, you better hey, bring your, your tone down when you talk to me. You talk to a girl. Man, I, I'm going to put this on you. I am not going to allow you to come to my house and take these damn doors, and you ain't coming to get no money. Bottom I'm coming line. to get them doors, and I'm coming to get them today. I need every come on door. now. What time are you coming? Because I want to be prepared when you come mess with these doors. Because I, I, I make sure, please, what, what time are you coming? Don't, don't worry about when I'm coming. You'll know when I'm there when I take the first door off the hinge. Every door we're going to meet at that door. I'm going to that and tell you what. I'm going to pay you. I'm going to pay you a dollar now take that check. You can make ten seventy five. Whooping or not, I'm gonna take that whooping if that's what it takes. But I gotta take these doors so I can get my I money what back. I need man. You to do. Next time, get your damn money. Stop. Get a job that pays you better for this whooping. You gonna get in fed well. I'm not, sir. I'm not gonna keep going back and forth with you about you whooping my. You gotta go back and forth. That is the end. Bring your over here, take that whooping, and take it on home. I'm with you. But I'm bringing them doors yeah. too. Every door yeah. in that house. You should have been called a contractor. You should have been called a contractor. But y'all stealing doors from, door, from, from my damn company. Well, now I'm telling you what you need to be calling them. He got your I'm money. I'm coming to get every door you got in that Bring house. Bring me that number. I'll tell you what. You know what I'll do? I'll just wait yeah. till you go to work. Bring me the number next right week now. I'll just come in there and get them doors while Bring your ass is gone. Bring Junior. Oh, wait, wait a second. Now, I just told you you ain't coming to get no doors. I just got you telling you this. Junior, get it from your mama. Bring I'm coming to get them doors. And you know what else I'm coming to do? What? I'm coming to tell you who I am. You Do you know who I am? Yeah, more I know who you are. So you walk your up here, I make sure I introduce myself. You want to come get a door? Well, I come get these doors then. If you're that bad. That ain't, that ain't really who I am. Well, you 
law you. I am nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You just got prank phone call by your wife, Faye. Faye! That's why she was bringing the damn number. Uh, you going to get it when I get downstairs. <laughs> oh, brother, you got me. You know, I'm a, I'm a typical Negro. I got one of them red doors. You know when you get them red doors, you're doing something. <laughs> oh, man. Hey, man, I got to ask you, man. Paul, what is? What is the baddest, and I'm talking about the baddest radio show in the land? Oh, the Harvey <laughs> Show and Cousin Tommy. I was over here just praying, man. Faye, don't bring that number in there. But all I heard was all this moving, so I'm thinking they're they looking for it, but they down there probably on the floor getting it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we finna come over there and snatch them damn doughs off. That's you too understand? much. You play too much. You finna, you finna be wide over with them doughs. Them doughs <laughs> got to come off. Man. Them doughs ain't paid for. Everything else paid for is stuff with them doughs. We got to get them doughs back. <laughs> These damn mosquitoes in here this tonight. Lord have mercy. Yeah. <laughs> hey. Who dog is that that keeps coming in here? Get that dog. Say, man. Get that Say, dog. Man. <laughs> What's the scope? <laughs> Watching your TV. <laughs> <laughs> I got dough. Oh, man. Ooh, is, they, is they doing it right there in the doorway? Look, oh, <laughs> <laughs> All right, man, we got Dash News coming up at the top of the hour right here on the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Okay, Carlos, so what's going on with this with this bird watcher not cooperating? What, what well, they talk about? Well, Junior, you guys remember Central Park Karen. Her real name is Amy Cooper, the white woman who called the police on the black man who right. was a bird watcher who asked her to leash her dog in New York Central Park. You know, she has now been charged with falsely reporting the incident in the third degree, which are, you know, misdemeanor charges. And if convicted, she could serve up to a year in jail. But anyway, the however, the man, me, the bird watcher. Right here. Go ahead, Steve. They're not sending a white woman to jail for calling on a black dude. That's, Just that's go ahead with your story. Well, I mean, that's let's go a little, in, let's go in a little deeper. In the United States though. of this America. Go ahead. <laughs> in this I didn't know Negroes. Yeah. I didn't know Negroes was bird watching. I, this is my first. This is my first black bird watcher I've experienced. Yeah. I well, now you know. I don't. I don't. I don't. I ain't know we bird watching. I was. You know. I'm, it's a layers to the story. Know, that. Yeah, it's, it's a lot layers of layers to that. But I'm just gonna say I mean, they're well, not know. sending a white woman to jail for a year for calling on black person. Go ahead, call. Her. Okay, so here we go. So, however, the man, the bird watcher, Tommy Christian Cooper, that's his mm-hmm. name, and her name oh, is Amy Cooper. They no right. relation. But anyway, mm-hmm. who she called the cops on Christian Cooper? He told the New York Times that he feels that Amy Cooper has suffered enough what? and. He's not cooperating, but he did say, Mr. Cooper, Christian Cooper, he did say that he understands the principle of it all. And if the DA needs to pursue the charges, then he should. He's just not uh, going nah. to cooperate because he I wish feels me. Yeah, he feels like she suffered enough. She her reputation, she lost her career, so that's his point. And so he said I the mean, DA look, has to I'm, look, I ain't mad at the dude. You know, yeah. I mean, you know, I mean, lesson learned. I mean, what else you going to do to it? You know, I, I, I'm not. That's know, his point. Yeah, that's his point. She suffered enough. She lost her job. She lost her job. I mean, you know, she got beat up on social media. Reputation. You tried, yeah. to, you tried to do something. It didn't work. You bought attention to a cause. I'm through with it. Mm-hmm. But you know what, Steve? A lot of people are looking at the fact that this could have gone 
left and it, it could have been deadly. Absolutely. You know, been killed. Sh- police could have yeah. showed Absolutely. up and this brother could have got killed. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, I want y'all to look at the other side now. I'm just throwing this out there for you mm. to consider. I know I, if I'm the bird watching, <laughs> which is which not, but go ahead. Go ahead. But if you were in the park, whatever. I can't go down to court. Mm-hmm. What do you what? mean, Steve? You know, ain't no telling what come up in oh, my past. But, no. you're, but you're the victim in this situation. Oh, damn that. They're going to pull records and They'll flip it. Huh? They'll yeah. flip it. Yeah, yeah, yeah you, know, you know, bro might be knowing, hey, I don't need no more of this here. Yeah. Let's just get let bygones be. It don't need, I need to go into my past. Oh, wait, oh, wait, you're wait, saying. Wait, 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 wait. For I, I ain't always been a bird watcher. <laughs> is that Broderick Harvey? That's Broderick Harvey? That's who that is? Yeah. Oh, we've been looking for him. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. I'm, down. I'm down here trying to help the DA, and all of a sudden, I'm the case. Now, yeah, y'all both on the same side of the yeah. court. <laughs> bro, could be just staying out the way, man. I ain't mad at you, bro. Uh, she done suffered enough. I'm good. Yeah. We, do we don't it. know his history. Yeah. What you say, Steve? He said, let that go. Y'all let hey, this man. go now. Hey, let, let's go now. Let's yeah. something else. Yeah. Yeah. Y'all going to get off of me. Well, but I'm fine. Serious. Check on the dog. Check on the dog. No, it's serious <laughs> though. It was some serious. It's the principle to, of it all. It is. Too. It, it is, is. It is. Carl. Yeah. 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 So that's something there. Well. All right, all man. It's time for today's headlines. Ladies and gentlemen, Miss Ann Tripp. Thank you. Thank you, everybody. This is Antrip with the news, and let's go with this. Lieutenant Colonel Alexander Vinman has announced his retirement from the Army. You may not remember the name, but Vinman was on the receiving end, he says, of a huge backlash. And for months, ever since he appeared as the key witness at the Congress's impeachment hearing and inquiry into Donald Trump. So Vinman says that after 21 years of service, he's retiring from the Army. Vinman's lawyer says his client's been subjected to a campaign of bullying and retaliation and and forced to choose between pleasing the president and breaking the law. The Trump administration's former national security advisor, John Bolton, tells MSNBC that he thinks the way the colonel was treated was shameful. In my experience with him, I think he uh, uh, merited promotion. His performance was uh, exceptional. Uh, so was the performance of his twin brother, Yev, who was in a different uh, capacity at the NSC. Uh, you know, it was, it was uh, just as unacceptable for Vindman, I think, to be singled out uh, for Alex Vindman to be singled out, uh, e- even worse in a sense for his brother Yev, whose only sin, as far as I can tell, was that he was his twin. And again, Alexander is leaving. U.S. Supreme Court sided with the Trump administration yesterday in a case involving access to birth control under the Affordable Care Act or Obamacare. The high courts ruled that employers can refuse to provide coverage for con- contraceptives on either religious or moral grounds. COVID-19 infections continue to spike in several states. Florida is reporting more than 10,600 new cases. Arizona, over 3,800 new cases. Arkansas, there's been about a 25% jump in coronavirus infections in just the past week. So now, as the Republican National Convention approaches for the first time, the Trump campaign seems to be preparing, at least, to be flexible. President Trump has been counting on a large in-person turnout, you know, at next month's convention, which was moved to Jacksonville, Florida, from its original site in Charlotte, North Carolina, after the governor there in North Carolina expressed a wait-and-see attitude about hosting such a large event uh, with coronavirus infections going all over and changing. But Trump just may have to make his RNC presidential 
acceptance speech a virtual one after all. At least he seemed a little less sure of things when asked by Greta Van Susteren on Great TV. It really depends on the timing. Look, we're very flexible. We can do a lot of things, but we're very flexible. That's the first time you heard that. The GOP nominating convention is set for the last week of August. Finally, sad news. Singer Sharon Page has died. She sang with Harold Melvin and the Blue Notes. Remember this one? Beautiful voice. Now back to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Welcome back, everybody. Steve Harvey Morning Show. Uh, listen, Carla, what has the president done this morning? What did we wake up to today? Well, you know, yesterday, President Trump is threatening to cut funding from schools that don't reopen in the fall. He tweeted yesterday, Germany, Denmark, Norway, Sweden, and, um, and amongst other countries, schools are open with no problems. And the Dems, meaning the Democrats, think it would be bad for them to politically, uh, if U.S. schools open before the November election. But... Mm important for the children and families may cut off funding if not open that this is the verbiage well, that they, the president used in his tweet yesterday was they cutting was they cutting funding when he was cheating on the sat was they was they cutting it no. then wow no. oh, huh? you, you better quote the niece book mary l Trump's. <laughs> he's that's always what your, that's what your niece said now i'm just he's saying always right. cutting funds that affect people yeah. who are less fortunate. Yeah. So you can't cut off funds at rich people's schools because they're not operated by your funds. By the state. They are. Yeah. Right. See, yeah. he right. goes after people who need state funding to even open. Charter schools and, and private schools don't rely on any of that. So once again, he's going after the less fortunate. If you don't open these schools up, I'm going I'm to defund you. Mm-hmm. All because the lie he's trying to paint is the Democrats don't want the schools open so that he can look bad during the election. Excuse me, Donald Trump. Carla, you have sh- school-age children. Yes. Tommy. Yes. You have school-age children. Yep. I'm going to talk to the two parents on the show that have children that go to school. Mm-hmm. Are you willing to send your no. children to school? <laughs> You can stop right there. No. Okay, then. You can stop right there. Damn. And no. Carly, you got up close on your Zoom camera like Jay Anthony. Yeah, come Get on, all this face. No. No. <laughs> yeah. I'm not What willing. person is willing to risk the safety of their child just so you won't be president? And what? then. And then he has the audacity to criticize the CDC for the guidelines that they have put in place if these schools consider reopening. The president is criticizing the Center for Disease Control guidelines to keep the children and staff and teachers safe. How dare you? And Arizona is a red state. The death toll. Mm-hmm. And the number of cases in Arizona, do you know that Arizona is closer to becoming an epicenter for this now? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Open mm-hmm. too soon. The state yeah. reopened too soon. And you're talking mm-hmm. about sending children back to school next and- month? No. No. <sighs> He's just crazy. All right, coming up in 34 minutes after the hour, Kanye West did an interview. It's probably going to be something crazy. We're going to talk about it right after this. 
You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Okay, Carla, uh, you want to help us uh, introduce what Kanye didn't say now? Well, Kanye West <laughs> recently did an interview with Forbes magazine, and here are some of the highlights from the interview. Kanye claims that he had coronavirus back in February of this year. Did not know that. He said he experienced chills, uh, shaking in the bed. He was taking hot showers. So that's what he said. Also, I do I do that after sex. Uh-huh. I shake a lot. All them symptoms right there. Yeah, well, he could have really had coronavirus. <laughs> Y'all them, are them is after sex symptoms. Anyway, shaking, Kanye. chill, shower. <laughs> are you done? Are okay. you quite done? Kanye is an anti-vaxxer. You know, he calls vaccines the mark of the beast. His fears range from <laughs> negative outcomes like paralysis. They want to put chips inside of us to make it where we can't cross the gates of heaven. Kanye also declared himself. Wait a minute, hold on. Wait, 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 hold on. See, y'all gonna let me finish. This, this who's running for president right here? Come yes, on. I'm just telling you. Call okay, go when ahead. When they yes. vaccine us, they gonna put chips in us so we don't get through the gates of heaven. Yes. That's what Kanye Jesus, said. Jesus has got so, to scan us. Jesus is in on the know. chips. <laughs> so, wait, wait, wait. Jesus, need, before he knows he had to scan us, God, God who made us. There's ahead, a lot Carla. of people that don't agree with vaccines. So, Kanye. There's a barcode okay. on us, Carla, when we get to heaven. Yeah. Okay, listen. Oh, uh, man. Kanye also declared himself pro-life, saying that Planned Parenthoods have been placed inside cities by white supremacists to do the devil's work. <laughs> Junior. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. He's pro-life. Yes. Yes. Yeezy also says that he's serious about running for president, and he's already picked a running mate in Wyoming. She's a preacher named Michelle Tidball, and his campaign <laughs> slogan. Hey, man, you better stop this here. I'm just telling you. <laughs> you you got to be kidding me. He done picked a running mate, Michelle Tidball. Yes. <laughs> Nobody ever heard of. A, a Wyoming preacher, and he plans to run independently as an independent under the birthday party ticket. That's the name of the party, the birthday party. Because when we win, it's everybody's birthday. And he's officially Boy. taking the red hat yeah. off. How good is yeah, the dope Kanye uses? It's, it's, it's medication, man. It's lack. No, of, it's either serious. too much medication or lack of medication. It's one of the two. Oh, and one more Ain't thing. He no longer supports Trump. <laughs> What's it, so, so, so he think we supposed to support him now? Wait a minute. Is that what he think? Oh, wait. I'm just telling oh, wait. you. Wait, this is what? the same dude who sat there and said, You're like the father I never yeah, had. Yeah. yeah. I was so hurt when Kanye said that because I went, I think of all the men who've had great fathers, and I don't know any man who had a great father. Who think that Trump is like him? I don't recognize. Seriously, I don't recognize a single trait in Donald Trump that I saw in my father. Oh, Not man. a single trait. <sighs> no. And oh, now God. he no longer supports Trump. Yeah. No. Yeah. He does. While you all up at the White House showing him your phone, 
showed yeah. him the airplane he need to be on. Got yeah. your hat on. You know, yeah. man, come on, bro. Yeah, come on. Y'all get ready for this birthday party. They coming. No, I mean, this is. I hate, to, this, I hate to say it, y'all, but we're going we gonna, to we gonna have to whoop Kanye's ass. We're going to have to. <laughs> no, we for real. To. Yeah, we're going we gonna to have to whoop Kanye's ass. It's going to hey, be a line. Somebody look up this running mate. What's her name? <laughs> Michelle Tidball. <laughs> From Wyoming. You can't, you can't Wyoming's a state? What's the problem? <laughs> Where you find her? Oh, in man. Wyoming. And she a preacher, and she didn't tell you that Kanye, God don't need the scanners. <laughs> <laughs> this is a mess. Coming up next, we got the nephew with the prank call for today. Kanye, God already know who he is. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, right about four minutes after today's strawberry letter, the subject, I'm married to an escort. <laughs> We don't know what that's going to be about. We're going to find know out, that. though. You oh, ain't know that? You didn't know? <laughs> <laughs> but right now, nephew. <laughs> nephew, what you got? It was to pray for today. Oh, man. I got it for you, baby. My daddy boat. My daddy's boat. Mm. And he's sensitive about his daddy boat. He cried. I love that His daddy boat. His daddy boat means something to him. <laughs> So when you call somebody and their yeah. parents are gone and they left them something. <laughs> it's so dramatic. <laughs> it mean a lot. My daddy boat. Let's go, cat dog. Hello? Hello, I'm trying to reach a Mr. Wilson, please. This is he. Mr. Wilson, how are you today? I'm doing fine. Who's this? My name is uh, Williams. Oh, uh, how may I help you? Well, listen, we've uh, been getting a few complaints, sir, about some things uh, on your property oh, there. All right, well, who are you with? Uh, actually, I'm with the Homeowners Association. Wanted to reach out and give you a call today. Oh, well, how you doing? Pretty good. Listen, um, got a few things I kind of want to discuss with you here that seem to be uh, a problem that's taking place in the neighborhood there. Um, it's been brought to our attention down here at headquarters that you have um, a few things on your property that are are not functioning that really shouldn't be on the property. Uh, you have two cars supposedly in your driveway that that are not being used, been sitting there for quite some time. Yeah, one well, one of them I'm currently working on. I'm almost I should have it repaired. I'm just waiting on get wait, waiting to get a little extra money to get it taken care of. But the other car is just functioning. I just don't drive, but I have more than one car. Okay. Now you you also have a a a camper that seems to be uh, has been there for at least eight months now. That's that's sitting there. Is that correct as well? Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm, I'm working on um, getting some storage for that, but it ain't really been there eight months. Just maybe around about six, seven. You're not eight months. Not eight months. And uh, you know, I'm, I'm looking at our past records and and stuff. It seems like there was a, a complaint before about the you know keeping the yard. Uh, pretty cut and all of that kind of stuff. And I'm just looking at past complaints that I have here. Now, the biggest one that I have that that's concerning your property, sir, is uh, mm-hmm. supposedly in your backyard. Now uh, there's a, you, you have an old boat that's in your backyard. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I, I don't see that boat bothering nobody. Well, well, I mean, it's, it's, it's kind of a sore eye for the people. I, I think, I think you guys backyards actually, bump up against each other and you guys have a, a chain link fence between the two of you all 
And uh, I think the boat is must be just a sore eye for the family that's behind you all. Well, you know, um, I don't see myself getting rid of that boat. So I, 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 I got a cover on it. Everybody else got a boat. I don't see what the problem is. Well, okay. Here's here's what's actually happening, Mr. Wilson. What's going to take place is this. Now, we're, we're going to give you a 14-day uh, extension. 14 days. Uh, 14 days, actually, to, to move the car that is not functioning. The camper as well, and definitely the boat. We need. We're going to need those three items. Look here, sir, sir, sir. I, I ain't got nowhere to move the boat. I just told you I was working on somewhere for storage. Do you know how much storage cost? Now the boat. Now the camper. I I, I get that taken care of. But the boat. The boat. The boat. My daddy gave me, and my daddy gave me that. that that's the only thing my daddy gave me before he died. Now, now I'm not moving that boat nowhere. The boat works just fine. If I take it down there to the water, it'll work. Sir, and I, I understand it wholeheartedly. You know, I'm basically I'm I'm just a messenger. I have I'm gonna have to get the non-functioning car that's not working properly. I'm gonna have to get that out within a two-week notice, as well as the camper oh, and definitely the boat. Now I gotta well, get that you, out. It's gotta I be gone. I'll tell you what, I ain't moving thing. I tell you then now, now what you gonna do, what sir? You gonna do you're going to either move the boat or I'm going to have somebody come over and haul all of these things away. Well, i tell you what. I got 13 reasons why you won't come over and touch that boat, and I got two more. What, two times? Two times 13 is 26. I got 13, and then I got another 26 added on to that. Why you won't bring them over here to touch my daddy's boat? Because my daddy gave me that boat. I'll be damned if any of you. You know, I'm tired of you with me. It's that Sir, I'm not at liberty to give you the uh, the well, name you who's reporting. Call my phone, so you're at liberty to give me something, because I know that down the street had this boat in eight months, and ain't nobody said a thing to him. So why the hell y'all me about how the boat in the backyard that my daddy gave me? Sir, the language is not necessary. I'm Sir, the bottom line is, I want the camper out. I want the boat out, and I want the car that's not functioning moved within two what, weeks, or I'm towing it out. I tell you what, I give you a personal invitation to come over here and with the boat, the camper, and the car. And I, I will beat your like that's what I'm going to beat you. Sir, uh, uh, wow. I'm going to allow one car to stay. I just want to make sure that you know that I've given you the statement over the phone, letting you know that what, what has taken place here. Uh, the statement is well taken, but I ain't moving my daddy's boat. You're going to move your dad's stinking boat if... Let me, well, don't bring the load, but you bring somebody. Sir, trust me. Trust me. If we come there, we're definitely going to be bringing authorities with us. Well, I, I might well go to jail because I love my daddy. Ain't now one of you going to touch my daddy's boat. That's the only thing he left me. I got one more thing I need to say to you, sir, about this entire situation. Excuse me? What you got to say? All I have to say is this. This is Nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You just got pranked by your brother, Hey man, what your brother told me, he said, man, he be going Eddie with the homeowner association. He said, man, just call him and tell him he got to move all this stuff. He said, but most of all, tell him y'all gonna haul off that boat. He said, he'll kill you behind that doggone boat. I got one more question for you, though, baby. Tell me this. What is the baddest radio show in the land? The Steve Harvey Morning Show. <laughs> <laughs>
And there you have it. <laughs> I'm finna get that oh, camper. Man. I'm finna get that car that's broke hey, down man. that ain't working. And I'm getting that hey, boat. You and I'm getting that. Much. All that's coming out the yard. No, I'm telling see, you. See, that's you. See, you was that the, the boat is what was gonna cost you. That and was most it. of your ass. Is that, boat. that was it. Man, I love my daddy. And that my daddy boat. He ain't left me but one thing. I love my daddy. You come in here and touch this boat. Man. We work on that car, that camper. The boat ain't, I'm gonna tell you right now, the boat ain't the boat. Going <laughs> boat. Man. Steve, you were cracking up, man. Hey man. But that brother decided, I tell you what, I tell you what. I ain't moving a blankety blank thing. How about that? Nah, not what you're gonna do. Wait, no, but this is. though. I know who it is, that white lady across the street. I'm I know straight, exactly yeah. who it is. Yeah, who called on me? That white lady across the street. See, I knew it was her. I knew it was her. Because your hey, boy man. down the street been had his boat. Been over the eight months. Ain't nobody said nothing. nothing about his boat. Hey, I got to come on that boat. I take that boat down there, drop it in the water. It worked just fine. Everybody else got boats. Anybody said nothing. I tell you what, I tell you what, I ain't moving a damn thing. Not what you gonna do. Yeah, what you gonna do? Nah, cause I'm cool. cool. I, <laughs> Stop all I, this talking. I like when black people get fed up. Okay, you know what? I ain't doing nothing. Now what? Where yeah. we at? I mean, your call. Uh, I'm telling you, I'm not doing nothing. Now. Yeah. And you're not. Oh, well, when it. black people say where we at, that's it. They at the end. Where we at, where we at now? No, and this. I tell you what. Yo, I tell you what. Ooh, I tell you say, what. I tell you what. I tell you what. I, tell you I ain't what. moving the damn thing. Nah, <laughs> not what you gonna do. Yeah. Let's yeah. cut all this talking out. He go to fat. Ain't nothing. Nah, what you gonna do? Let's get to that part. Cause I'm already here. I already yeah. know what I'm gonna do. I didn't even know what you gonna do. Oh man, strawberry letter coat up at the top of the hour. We have back more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Time now for today's strawberry letter. And if you need advice on relationship, dating, work, sex, parenting, or whatever else you're going through, submit your strawberry letter to steveharveyfm.com and click submit strawberry letter. Unk, it's on you. Here we go. Subject: I'm married to an escort. Oh, dear Steve and Shirley. I've been married for almost two years, and I met my wife on a dating website. She was the most beautiful girl I'd ever seen, and we met in person and quickly fell in love. I came with a little baggage, and she admitted that she did too. We're in our mid-40s, so we agreed that our past was the past, so that's where we leave it. She works as as a guest service manager at an elite country club, so I can golf at the club for free. The older wealthy men are very fond of my wife and they often comment on how lucky I am to have her. Well, a week ago, I found out why the men love my wife so much. I was checking my emails one day, but my wife had not logged out of her email account and a notification popped up that she had a new message. The preview of an email said, If you are free this weekend, please call. I'm not a snooper, but I read the message. It was from one of the executives at the country club. He basically wanted to hire my wife to help him host uh, some of the influential businessmen that would be in town golfing. He went on to say that he knows she's no longer in the business, 
but he would pay her well if she could help him out this last time. I was shocked, and I confronted her. She told me that until three years ago, she was a professional escort, and she did it in part while she worked at the club, and she did it part-time while she worked at the club. She said sex was involved occasionally if the price was right. She swore that it was in the past, and she'd never go back. She destroyed that email account and called the man in front of me to tell him no. I've asked her to quit her job, but she refuses. Should I trust her since she has totally, uh, excuse me, should I trust her since she was totally honest about it? Wow. Right. Wow is right, Steve. All right. Married for two years. You all are still kind of newlyweds, and you guys met on a dating site, and you said that she's the most beautiful lady you've ever seen. Well, your wife works as a guest service manager at Elite Country Club, and it's cool for you. You get to golf for free, and you found out that the older men at the country club are fond of your wife, and then you found an email where a country club executive asked your wife if she could host some influential men in town for golfing event. And when you asked your wife about it, and that's when she told you she used to be a professional escort and she sometimes had sex, but she was not about that life anymore. Finding out that your wife was an escort, that's tough. That's, that's, whoa, that's tough. Now, you both came into this relationship with baggage, and it's typical in any relationship to have baggage, especially in your 40s. But with that being said, you did agree not to bring up the past, so it's really not cool for you not to trust her. She even called the guy, told him not to contact her anymore in front of you. She she said he was given gave her an offer, but she didn't accept it. So you have to take her word that the past is in the past and that she's not about that anymore. And I'm sure you have a few skeletons that you haven't told her about in your past. So at this point, you either have to trust your wife and stay with her if you really love her or if you can't get past her former life and her former occupation, I don't know. You may have to... <laughs> I mean, that's tough. Finding out your wife used to be an escort. I mean, that's Man. tough. Steve, what you got? I ain't with this here. Uh, you better than me, dog. I'm just going to be real with you. I can only answer this letter. Look, uh-huh. man, look. First of all, I think you may have found a beautiful person. Mm-hmm. I think you may have found the person that you can make it to the cross, uh, that you can cross the finish line with. Mm-hmm. You all are in love with each other. You don't have trust issues. Mm-hmm. You found the email. She admitted to it now. You're in your mid-40s. Y'all agreed 40s. to leave your past in the mm-hmm. past. Mm-hmm. That's what y'all said. Yep. Email popped up. You find out that your girl, the most beautiful girl that you met on the website, Found out she was working as an escort and a lot of her business came from the country club that she at now because the dude that asked her to help him out this weekend was some golfing people that's coming in town. And I know you probably don't do this no more, but I'll pay you real well. Now, me, I can't do this. 
I can't do this. If you are going to stay with this woman, and I think you should, mm-hmm. because people change, mm-hmm. everybody grows. She's admitted to what her deal was. Yeah. You said you came with some baggage. She said she came with some. She done found you, and you done found her. Mm-hmm. Now, the fact that you can play golf for free now. now That's you, a you, that that is that that I, I, that can't be that big a perk now. So now they still know, and they all fascinated. You found a wonderful woman. You are lucky. Wait a minute, man. Hold up, partner. How, yeah. How wonderful. Then she's admitted that sometimes this led to sex if the price was right. <laughs> Now, we all know what that is now. Right, exactly. <laughs> okay. See, yeah. So I'm going to take a commercial break so you can uh-huh. think about what I just said. Let that marinate. <laughs> then, then get ready to drink what I'm about to say. <laughs> oh, goodness. <laughs> Part two of Uncle Steve's response coming up at 23 minutes after the hour. We'll be right back. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Uncle. Part two. <laughs> Let's recap today's strawberry letter, man. I'm married to an escort. <laughs> well, bruh. This dude found out in his mid-40s, this woman he met on the website, uh, they fell in love, decided to get married, and agreed that they, he came with a little baggage, and she did, too. They agreed to leave. They passed in the past. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was opening up an email one day. Her email popped up, notification. Somebody wanted her to hang out with this golf outing through the golf club that she works at and uh, would pay her well healthy. Uh, no, you don't do this no more, but I would pay you well if you could just help me out this one last time. So now here's obviously this other man who's trying to seduce your wife for one more time with a little extra money. Your wife admits that she used to be an escort and sometimes it resulted in sex if the price was right. Okay. So now this your wife and you get to play golf down there free now. And all the men down there telling you how lucky you are to have her. Well, here's the problem now. See, uh, she took the website down. She called the guy in front of you so she could prove to you that she was changed. Okay, cool. Great move by the sister. I ain't mad at her. People have passed. People make mistakes. But you've asked her to leave her job. She says she's not leaving her job. Now, that's where we got the problem at. Because at this point, I'm going to need all these ties cut. Because I can, I can deal with not bringing up your past, but your past can't keep coming up in my face either. Mm-hmm. And if I'm down there at the country club, now I don't know who you have been with. I don't know who trying to solicit you. Mm-hmm. I don't know who if they trying to coax you one more weekend, all this here. And you know how men are. Yeah. Being a competitive, I know you don't do this no more, but just one more time, I'll mm-hmm. double your feet. Mm-hmm. I'll triple your feet. See, you can't even be talking to my girl like that. And she not finna entertain this. So the problem that you have, brother, is, and it's a male problem, your ego is in it now. And mm-hmm. I can't tell you that mine wouldn't because mine would be. Mm-hmm. So now, but you have to leave this job. Because the only reason you became an escort is because you was available down there at that job. Now, you give up the escort part, but you want to keep the job? See, that's where it gets a little sticky for me. I I damn sure don't want to play golf down here no more for free. Right. 
Let me just go and get this 265 and go somewhere else and play. Now, bro, look, man, I don't think you should leave your girl. I think it's something y'all can work through. But I think everybody need to take a fresh start because the past and popped up now. It ain't stay there. Mm-hmm. That's the problem with sin. Sin costs you more than you want to pay and make you stay longer than you want to stay. Mm-hmm. All sin has that rule that comes with it. Every sin I've ever committed costed me more than I wanted to pay and made me stay in it longer than I wanted to stay. Every single time. Ain't no free sin, dog. Hmm. So now, that's the Ooh, problem. I stayed in it. I stayed Lord in it. Lord Jesus, man. Oh, that's but, but you went have back to. and went back again. Jesus. I ain't going to like this. <laughs> Same Ooh, mistake, Just son. kept saying, this Same. is my last time. This I'm just, just, just let me get this one out the way. Jesus. <laughs> Forgive me, Lord. Jesus. Yes. For I know not. Yeah. She won't leave the job, it's the pro- and it's a reminder now the of past it for him, the Don't husband. get to stay there. Yeah. See, yeah. I, so, I think what they need to do, these two people in their mid-40s need to get themselves a fresh start. Yeah. So um, she needs to compromise with her husband and, and leave the job. I got you ain't got the website, but I just saw it this, yeah. just this few days ago. I got you don't do that no more, but a, but a man just asked you down there, would you do it one more time? Yeah. Now, since everybody down there know you an escort, I'm married to the damn escort. Ooh. Everybody telling me how lucky I am. <laughs> how the hell I'm lucky to have your hooker. Oh, at, that's my hard wife. Enough. That's no, my wife. See. That's no, heavy. No. That's tough. No, man. Mm. That's, that's, that's tough. So, but, bro, listen to me. This ain't no thing that's all over town. You, you can get past this, but I think everybody needs a fresh start. And I think once you sit your wife down and say, hey, look, this is causing me a lot of anxiety here. It's causing me a lot of, mm-hmm. a lot of bad feelings. Mm-hmm. My male ego is crushed mm-hmm. because I love you. Mm-hmm. And I love you as you are, but I cannot face this. And I'm just going to be honest, my male ego can't deal with it. And who if your job you? is that important right. to you, yeah, who else know? Who else if your job that? is that important to you, mm-hmm. then maybe your job is more important than me. And I don't want to make you have to pick between the two, but that's really where we at. If it's something I was doing that was making you so uncomfortable that it made you unhappy, I would I would understand if you had put the ultimatum in front of me. Mm-hmm. Because it, 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 I, it ain't I just work, Steve. everywhere we go, you, you do you know anybody in here? Yeah. Oh, I get to having a good time. Do you know well, anybody see, in here? I don't Ooh. think I'm that guy. I don't think I can do it. Yeah, that's tough. You, you that's meaning hard. you don't think that you could get past her previous that's hard profession? To get past, no, because everybody know everywhere it's I go, tough. I be sitting at the dinner table. What he looking over here for? <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Man, uh-uh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it is, man. That's what I said. It's tough. Hey, Miss Jackson, how you doing? How the hell he know <laughs> you? you? Know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Post your comments that's, on today's Strawberry Letter at Steve that's Harvey true. FM on Instagram and Facebook. And don't forget to check out the Strawberry Letter podcast on demand. Coming up at 46 after the hour, our girl from the talk, Cheryl Underwood, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Unc, she here. Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> this is me. Now, you know, ain't nobody playing with y'all. Pay mm-hmm. attention. 
Child <laughs> Underwood. Uh, Steve Harvey. Daryl. You noticed my boo <laughs> introduced me. You see how he did that? <laughs> yeah. My boo introduced me. Y'all see He been that, asking about you too, Cheryl. He been asking about you. Oh, I got a plan, Tommy. Okay, so y'all know that Gail and Oprah's is quarantining together, right? Right? Yeah. Uh, oh, I uh-huh. Steve, Who me is? and you can quarantine together. You got enough house. Vision I got a Steve. wife and we quarantine. Ain't nobody coming over here. I don't give a damn if you got a mask. Respirator, you can come over here on the ventilator. She not letting you over. Listen, he ain't getting in. I'm yeah, coming in one of them little. Coming in with a, I'm coming in, in one of them ambulance. scooters. I'm going to roll up on a hoverboard. You can be ride. in the ambulance on the ventilator. Your ass ain't getting in here. No, see, listen, I believe we can have a good time quarantining together. We can talk politics because, you know, your frat brother, Royce West, he running for Senate. And if he win the runoff, he get to go up against uh, John Cronin. So mm-hmm. everybody got to vote. Uh, Carla Pharrell's uh, the Earth. Yes, yes. that's Texas. Carla yeah. Pharrell's. My man. Yes. July the tenth is yes. the end mm-hmm. of early voting, but election day is July the fourteenth. So the Omega Sci-Fi, everybody got to get together. And Royce is our choice. And Steve, me, you could talk about that. How we gonna help this brother? That's how. That's what we gonna do in quarantine. We could watch quarantine. TV together. You know what we could do, Steve? You know what, what? we could do? What? We could get pay-per-view. Like, uh, I just did this show called Funk Coronas, F-U-N-K, Tommy. I had okay. to practice it because I kept Ooh, putting the C. you scared me right there. Yes, wow. Lord. I kept putting the C in mine. scared me hard right there. But it's Funk Corona. I'm hosting <laughs> I, it. I didn't even hear that. I know. See? <laughs> I, had, I, see? I heard what y'all, th- what y'all thought she said and was fine with it. <laughs> <That's right. laughs> you was cool I'm with so it. I'm so sick of quarantine. That's where I am right now. <laughs> well, I'm hosting it with a dude named DJ Gazelle. It's like Gazelles with a C. DJ DJ Cassell, and it's the original Mary Jane girls, Maxie and Sherry. Then we got Ready for the World, baby. Flint, Michigan, slide over tonight. All the good cuts that me and Junior cut and everything. <laughs> then we got Cameo. They gon' they killed it. They killed it. And then Morris Day and the time. And it's what? July oh, that's 10th, it right there. And it's a pay-per-view party at a distance. So, Steve, you can get the snacks and everything. Me and Junior, we'll be in the house. And then you won't even see us get together. We'll sneak You're down. You're not coming over my house. What? <laughs> What? I told you. Me and Junior. Because I'm leaving with the president of the Center for Disease Control. Anybody coming in? Marjorie is not playing. He <laughs> got him on lockdown. Well, why can't you stay in the outside yeah. house? Y'all got a whole nother house connected no, to it. Me and Junior no, can stay there. coming over. You can't coming over here. I jump your fist. I swear to God. I jump your fist. I'm going to give your dog some baloney. I'm going to give your dog some baloney. Jump hey. your ass over here. You're going to hey. get shot. Hey. And, and, and then you're going to get hate. That, I be done caught that bullet in my teeth. Then bullet done in tuck your and ass. And Doberman's chewing on the rest of it. It's oh, well, we got to get out of here, Underwood. Hey, like Coming I up at the top no of the hour, dogs, we got Carlos Reality Update right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Tommy, introduce your girl. Uh, it's that time, everybody. She is here. It's that time. Carla Farrell with what? Reality update. All right. Thank you, nephew. Not much to report or to talk about, but I do like the show T.I. and Tiny Friends and Family Hustle. I love that show. So the season finale, uh, Red was supposed to propose to LaToya. Now, if you guys don't know, I know you guys may not have seen the show, but LaToya, you know, she's been married twice and, you know, her first marriage was to Lil Wayne and you know they share a daughter Rajanae we love her so anyway Toya she's been married twice and she admitted that she didn't want to get married again but 
Latoya and Red, they have a baby together, a beautiful baby girl, Rain, and she's just so cute. Anyway, she changed her mind. She wanted to get married. So Red, he was so romantic, got a helicopter, flew her all over Atlanta, rooftop proposal, surprised her with an engagement party with Monica, T.I., Toya, Luckett, and, and Tiny and all of them. So that was really, really nice. And it's cool mm. just to see black love and a couple just you know yeah. trying to bring their family together and red is a good family man he went to her daughter Rajanae and said i want to marry your mother he's just a good guy he told wow. latoya to okay. uh yeah to get with her father because she's had you know issues with her father and he said you know what life is short you need to have a relationship with her father and so he's just a really cool dude so i like to see that black love back family something yeah. positive you know yeah. going mm -hmm. on with the show all right, moving on. Yeah. Married to Medicine LA. This is another reality show. Sad to see the psychiatrist on the show, Dr. Armani. Her and her husband are getting a divorce. And no! Yeah, come on, Junior. No! <laughs> <laughs> I love it, Junior. And Steve, you always, always think about this. You always say that when you put your marriage on reality shows, it is. It's it hard is. to survive it. Yes. I just I've watched it over and over and over again. Yeah. And, and and because you can't work your problems out alone. Right. The one yeah. thing that I finally had to figure out about marriage is that marriage, mm -hmm. when you marry a woman, you make a two-handed circle. Mm -hmm. Don't put the kids in the circle. Mm -hmm. The in-laws can't get in the circle. Mm -hmm. And the public can't get in the circle. Mm. Yes, y'all. Just See, just y'all. It's a two-handed circle. Y'all look mm -hmm. at each other, and, and if it go wrong, y'all are holding hands. If it go right. So what happens with these reality shows is you invite people into your world. And yeah. reality shows operate off social media. Yeah. That's where they get mm -hmm. their storylines from. That's what keeps it going. That's the how they figure the, from the rest viewers. of the That's the feeding ground. That's and what man, it is. that's exactly right. Yeah. And so now, here come your marriage goes into what Tommy just called it. The feeding ground. Mm. That's really and now your marriage is in the feeding ground. You can't survive that. Yeah. No, you can't. Yeah. It's, it's a damn I mean, shame. It, it is really bad. And on this show, these are some of the women on the show. They are doctors. They're I'm going to buy some of this eye cream I've been watching on TV. I want to throw that out there because you mentioned the docs. Oh, your eyes underneath the bags. Because you need a consultation yeah. right now. I ain't got no bags under my eyes, but I was going to put it on my lips and my love handle. <laughs> Since we talk about married to medicine. Go ahead, I'm sorry. Uh, no, That's and let me finish y'all. Flexiderm. <laughs> we yeah. shout out medicine, right? Uh, Jasmine and her husband, you never get to see. Now, this woman is married to a doctor. You never, this doctor does not want to be on the show. This brother, we have not seen him. She talks about her husband. She said he is very private, and she has not. He has not been on the show. He doesn't want to be on the show. Because he's making real money. Y'all ain't finna <laughs> mess my money up with this damn show. Nope. He does not hmm. want to be on there. So, but rumor has it we might see him on the season finale. So I'm going to watch Married to Medicine LA and check it out. And shout out some of my favorite shows are back. The Shy on Showtime, Greenleaf on OWN. We gotta, yeah, like we gotta support these shows. And I'm out. You can hit me up at Lips by Carla on social media on the gram, and we can talk about it more. We'll be back, Junior. At what time, sir? We'll be back at 20 minutes after the hour, I believe. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be back.
You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Carla, for real, uh, tell me something good. What's what's going on? Well, have you guys? This is a it's a good hero story. You know, have you guys seen that the viral? Hero comes along. You're not gonna see Mariah. <laughs> that was right on time. That was so bad. No, I need Mariah. The hero comes along. All Tommy songs is in the same. Note. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you anyway. Stay where I can go. go yeah. Ahead. Anyway, about this hero, nephew, there's a viral video of this ex-Marine and ex-college football player. His name is Philip Blanks. He saw a nearby apartment on fire, and the mother threw this. Oh, I saw this. Yeah, this was in Arizona, and the mother threw her three-year-old son over the balcony of the apartment. Yes, and Banks, this guy he ran and caught the young boy and rushed the child to safety but uh, it's so sad the mother tragically she passed away from the fire yes yes and philip banks he was on the local news in the arizona area and he said that she she was the real hero because she made the ultimate sacrifice to save her children. And wow. it's, I saw the video on uh, oh social media, and I'm yeah. like, oh, my God. See, I can't watch stuff like yeah. that. I'm Man, not, Steve, I'm it's just his too. instinct. Well he was a hero, just ran and yeah. Oh, you saw job. him catch the baby? Yes. He caught the baby, man. He caught yeah. the baby, Steve, mm. three-year-old. Mm, mm, mm. Oh, man. Well, thank God you, Mr. Banks. We sure appreciate you, man. God bless More of the Steve Harvey Morning Show and Trending News at 33 minutes after the hour. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Okay, Carla, so what's going on with this with this bird watcher not cooperating? What, what well, they talk about? Well, Junior, you guys remember Central Park Karen. Her real name is Amy Cooper, the white woman who called the police on the black man who right. was a bird watcher who asked her to leash her dog in New York Central Park. You know, she has now been charged with falsely reporting the incident in the third degree, which are, you know, misdemeanor charges. And if convicted, she could serve up to a year in jail. But anyway, the however, the man, me, the bird watcher. Right here. I'm go sorry, ahead, Steve. They're not sending a white woman to jail for calling on a black dude. That's, Just that's go ahead with your story. Well, that's that's cool, not in, Let's go in a little deeper. States though. of this America, go ahead. <laughs> in this I didn't country. know Negroes. Yeah. I didn't know Negroes was bird watching. I, this is my first. This is my first black bird watcher I've experienced. Yeah. I well, know. now I you know. Yeah. I don't. I don't. I, don't, I ain't know was bird watching. I was. You know. I'm. There's a layers to the story. There's a lot of layers to that. But I'm just gonna say I mean, they're well, not know. sending a white woman to jail for a year for calling on black person. Go ahead, call. Them. Okay, so here we go. So, however, the man, the bird watcher, Tommy, Christian Cooper, that's his mm-hmm. name. And her name oh, is Amy Cooper. They, no right. relation. But anyway, mm-hmm. who she called the cops on Christian Cooper. He told the New York Times that he feels that Amy Cooper has suffered enough. What? And he's not cooperating. But he did say, Mr. Cooper, Christian Cooper, he did say that he understands the principle of it all and if the DA needs to pursue the charges then he should he's just not oh, going nah. to cooperate because I he feels me yeah he feels like she suffered enough she her reputation she lost her career so that's his point and so he said I the mean DA look has to- uh, look I ain't mad at the dude you know yeah I mean you know I mean lesson learned I mean what else you gonna do to it you know I, I I'm not that's know, his point yeah that's his point she suffered enough she lost her job 
she lost her job. I mean, you know, she got beat up on social media. Reputation. You tried to yeah. you tried to do something that didn't work. You bought attention to a cause. I'm through with it. Mm-hmm. But you know what, Steve? A lot of people are looking at the fact that this could have gone left and it, it could have been deadly. You know, she police could have been killed. Could have, police yeah. could have showed Absolutely. up and this brother could have got killed. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Now, I want y'all to look at the other side now. I'm just throwing this out there for you mm-hmm. to consider. I know I, if I'm the bird watching. <laughs> which is which not, but go ahead. Go ahead. But if you were in the park, whatever. I can't go down to court. Mm-hmm. What do you what? mean, Steve? You know, ain't no telling what come up in oh, my past. <laughs> but, no. you're, but you're the victim in this situation. Uh, damn that. <laughs> They're going to pull records and They'll flip it. Huh? <laughs> They'll yeah. flip it. Yeah, yeah, yeah you, know, you know, bro might be knowing, hey, I don't need no more of this here. Yeah. Let's just let bygones be. It don't need anybody need to go into my past. Oh, wait, oh, wait, you're saying. So I, I ain't always been a bird watcher. <laughs> Coming up next is the last break of the day. At 40 minutes. Right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Okay, everybody, we're at the last break of the day. Yeah. Yeah, we are. Woo. Busy yeah. Thursday. We got a lot done. Third. Talked about a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. You I know something? Fairly and Monica on vacation. Uh-huh. They need to hear them get back to work, too. Why? <laughs> just saying it, just hating they off. Because <laughs> this time of the year, I'm normally on vacation. Yes, you yeah, are. Yeah, you really need to be going right now. You're in the Mediterranean normally this time. Yeah, boy. but there's so much going on, I decided, you know, this year I would just stay here and just try to well, captain the ship. Thanks to your you president, know, yeah. Americans can't go to Europe anyway. <laughs> That's really why I'm on the radio, be honest with you. <laughs> See, if Kanye was president, we'd probably be able to go somewhere. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, to be quiet. <laughs> yeah, you we know something, some... man. Come on, you know Steve. Something. Do some let, closing. Let, yeah, 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 let me say this. You know, this election uh, is important. Um, I like Kanye West. I really do. I think he's a cool dude. Uh, do I think he's qualified to be president? Not yet. Absolutely not. Uh, do I think we have time for anything that resembles a publicity stunt? Absolutely not. I'm going to tell you something, y'all. I'm a comedian. The basis of my entire career has been comedy. Now, I have branches and levels to this where I've become a, a, tried to become more motivational as I've gotten older to try to inspire people in their own walk that maybe they could see something in my walk that inspires them in their walk. So I got that. But at the basics, at the basis of my career, my gift that God gave me was comedy, and it's given me an incredible life. But this election ain't funny. These are serious times we're dealing with. And I don't have time for anybody to come along and have a whim that they want to be president. This is business we're talking now. And I'm going to tell you something, folks. This show, me, Shirley, Carla, Junior, Tommy, Jay, Monica, we talk about it on a daily basis. We actually care about the condition of our people and the condition of the country that our people try to reside in. We also care about all people 
because we are all intertwined. We're connected. You may not want to agree with it or understand it or admit to it, but we're all connected. COVID has proven that. See, for the first time, everybody in the world has the exact same problem that they have to grapple with. And if we don't get it together over here, it can get unfixed over there. And if they don't fix it over there, it can come over here. Because this pandemic, this disease, it don't have borders. It don't care nothing about your race, your gender, your sexual preference. It don't care about your education level. It don't care about none of that. It's just rolling. It's just rolling. And the almighty great United States has probably botched this about as bad as you can botch something, the way we've handled this coronavirus. It is appalling what we have done, and we're supposedly the great United States. Korea got a better record than we got at this. China got a better record than we got at this. Italy recovered and is doing much better than we are. Everybody's doing better than the United States. We lead the world in death and we lead the world in cases and we ain't 4% of the world population. If you don't think this is from lack of government management, if you don't think this is a direct result of poor leadership, something's wrong with you. And this type of thing that we discuss every day, what did Donald Trump do today? What did he say today? Well, he says a lot all the time. Every time he comes out against somebody, it's a minority of some kind. It's all it's Bubba Wallace, it's the Black Lives Matter, it's good people on both sides, it's Colin Kaepernick, it's always somebody. He tries to make a cause out of something. Everything. He's not mentioned one single word to make the oppressed feel better. He has not lit one word of consolence for the people of Black Lives Matter. And now he's sitting up here trying to play like the COVID 99% of the cases are harmless. Try to tell that to the 150 some thousand people who done lost their loved ones in this country. Try to tell them how serious it ain't. Try to tell them how harmless the virus is. Go ahead, Mr. President. Keep selling it. Keep selling these lies and false tickets so you can be elected. The truth of the matter is the reason why he really has to win this election is because he will no longer, if he don't win, be a sitting president. And all them laws that you can't indict a sitting president, that's going to go to hell after that. I don't, I don't know what to say to people to get you involved in the voting process, but I'm going to keep saying it every day. I'm not going to miss no days. We have got to vote. We are not going to sit at home like we did last election. He's the president now because we sat home. Listen to me, African-Americans. You can determine the presidency. All you have to do is vote. Be mad enough to vote. You're mad enough to march. Let's be mad enough to vote. You're mad enough at how they've been doing black people all these years. Be mad enough to vote. You're mad enough not being able to travel. Be mad enough to vote. You're mad enough because he's trying to force you to send your kids down to school and it ain't even safe when his kids ain't going to go nowhere near no damn public school. Be mad enough to vote. We voting. We're going to end this in November. And then I don't care what he say. We voting now. Quit playing with this. That's my damn closing remarks.
Yeah. Kanye. Good answer. And, and he need to quit playing too. Sit your ass down. <laughs> For all Steve Harvey contests, no purchase necessary, void where prohibited. Participants must be legal U.S. residents at least 18 years old unless otherwise stated. For complete contest rules, visit steveharveyfm.com. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 